1: I'm WSB's Clark Howard From Cobb to Cherokee Carroll to Gwinnett Bolton
0: to Forsyth And all the Metro Electric
1: You'll get severe weather A traffic red Or breaking news Breaking news immediately Accurate From the WSB 24-hour Breaking News Center WSB And it. Hey, this
2: is Craig Robinson And you're listening to The Mark Aram Show Take your pennies off. He packed in the animals two by two. I could kill him in a
3: kangaroo. Packed him in that ox so tight. I couldn't get no sleep that night. Run with the chef and him. Tell him about that master play.
0: Welcome back to the show, 1107, 7 after 11, Mark Aram here, you there, hour number two of the Tuesday morning broadcast, or evening for Tuesday you folks, morning. it's morning for me, it truly is my morning,
1: Okay, that drop at the top, was hilarious, yeah, Craig did that for
0: me, that uh, 1035, 1135, we'll hear from Craig Robinson, oh, that was good, yeah, he is very, very funny, <laughs> um, so yeah, this is my morning, so this morning, for me, which is the six thirty PM. Yes, sir. My wife comes home and she's like, We gotta go to dinner, I'm starving. I gotta go to bed early. She, I was like, All right. So we have sushi. So my breakfast is sushi.
1: At what time? Nine o'clock in the morning?
0: No. What's nine o'clock in the morning to you oh, is seven at, PM to me.
1: Yeah, but it's night. You know it's night. The breakfast doesn't work. You can still eat dinner. It's fine.
0: You so you could wake up whatever yeah. for your morning and eat sushi.
1: I'd be fine.
0: Longoria? Sure. I don't.
1: I don't have a. Yeah. I'm not one of those. People, I don't eat sushi. But I mean, I, would. I know people. <laughs> <laughs> I know people that can't eat breakfast at different times. or They yeah. can't eat dinner. I don't
0: care. I can eat breakfast anytime. Oh, uh, breakfast at dinner is the best. Yeah, breakfast at any time of the day. It's tough to wake up and eat sushi
1: <laughs> wake up and force feed yourself a steak and potatoes yeah <laughs>
0: which i did last night and then this, today i did sushi <laughs> i forgot about that and it's like my body's like what are you doing pal like well, what stop. do you
1: normally eat at night you normally eat dinner stuff when you get up when yeah, you're but you come to the
0: show i don't i there's something about rolling out of bed and eating raw fish that's ah, okay not All a right. you know i love sushi but like at dinner time yeah not when i just roll out a bit i don't know we're kind of <laughs> all over the map today we're discussing uh, columbia house filing for bankruptcy the f- made famous for 12 cd's for a penny those folks they were still in business believe it or not they had switched over to dvd sales the other day um we we've all done it i apparently never paid for it my mom confirmed that they never picked up the tab on uh, columbia and someone on twitter was like well if you're under 18 there's nothing they can do about it So if you're over 18, they can come after you. But if you're under 18, like I was, they're like, they have to write it off. Anyway, so I had all these CDs in college. I had a nice developed CD collection, probably 200 CDs, okay? So it's the summer of my junior year, and I go home for the weekend or whatever. I'm I'm living in a house with a couple of my buddies, and I come back, and our house got broken into so I had, I had, you know, those black CD cases you put oh, against yeah, the, the wall? Yeah, the, like With the tall the, ones You still have speaking. one? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I had one of those filled, like anything, you know, hip-hop and U2 and classic rock, and, and I, I had 200, what'd you say, Ben Midler? <laughs> <Yeah. I'm, laughs> you stole the punchline of my joke, Chuck. <laughs> so I had 200 CDs in there. I come back, the house is robbed. TV's gone, stereo's gone, CD's gone, but not all the CDs. Oh, shut up. They, they left like nine. They actually went through and left. Yes. Them. they didn't just like grab one them of them. All? Bette Midler, Beaches. <laughs> Shut up! Nice. I swear to God. I was just kidding. One of them, the soundtrack to The Natural. Like these were selective thieves. Right. They took the time to go through my whole big black CD case and oh, be like, that's "So funny." Yeah, like oh, Tribal Quest, will take that. Oh, Beaches, no, we're not gonna. Like they, <laughs> yeah, yeah. they stole 192 of my 200 CDs. <laughs> nice. So I call the cops, and the cops die and laughing. I mean, he's he's like. Why did they leave these eight? I'm like, I don't know. They don't like these eight. And he's looking at him, he's like, he's laughing at them. <laughs> yeah, like like why would you have these? Like Neil Diamond's greatest hits. <laughs> still on. So the cop is totally laughing <laughs> oh, at nice. me. And but th- I could tell they're not do they're not gonna do anything. Like they're literally right, the yeah. police officers were not not gonna do anything. They just they're come like, over here and act like they're gonna take it. Yeah. You. And so I'm like, I'm like, I think I've, I figured out how they got into the house. You know, I, I I saw underneath the window in the kitchen, there was like the grass was matted down. I think they jimmied that one. He's like, whatever, man. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, what are you going to do to get back these CDs? He goes, nothing. No, <laughs> listen to your Bette Midler. There's now. nothing you can do to get back your CDs. But I had selective thieves that did not take Bette Midler, Neil Diamond. Well, oh, they had good taste, obviously. But the, I mean, that just shows you they were under no rush. There was no pressure oh, yeah. to finish robbing this house. Like they probably knew you knew you were out of town. Took the time, like to literally sort through my CDs and go, yep, 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 no, yep, 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 no. <laughs> I, had fr- I had a friend that got me broke into, mm-hmm. rooted through the
1: house, didn't steal anything because he collected he collected VCRs, uh-huh. like old VCRs, and then VCR tapes. So he had stacks of them. They rooted through there looking for. He had a tube TV and stacks of old VCRs and, and, and VCR tapes, and uh, they didn't steal anything. Went through his clothes, didn't steal any of his clothes because he was one of these hippies that just didn't care what he, he had looked nothing like. So oh, of value no, nothing. The best they could have stole was a microwave, but it was too big to get through the window. It was one of those really old <laughs> ones old 80s from the Eighty-five. <laughs> yeah. He, he. So he told the cops, he's like, "Yeah, I got busted into. It. And like, what did they steal?" He goes, "Apparently nothing." That's- and the cop just laughed. He said, like, "You got to be the first person to get robbed." but not robbed at the same
0: time. (laughs) That's awesome. Can you pull, Longoria, pull the uh, scene in Big Lebowski when the cops come over to take his statement after his (laughs) car got stolen? I want to hear that. That was fantastic. (laughs) I love that. JR's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, JR.
3: Hey, Mark. Long time. How are you, brother? I'm doing well, doing well. Yeah, I remember um, Columbia House. um, Long time ago, when I was um, 13, I'd ordered about 20 or so CDs, and, um, man, I tell you, that was some good stuff. I had, like, Madonna, Michael <laughs> Jackson. Did you Child. ever, did
0: you ever pay for all of them, Jr.?
3: Um, yeah. Because
0: <laughs> they kept sending you I, CDs, right? Yeah, Yeah.
3: correct. Yeah, I did, um, I did the penny thing, and then there was, uh, Another place I went to um, back in the 70s, um, it was across from Phipps Plaza, a place called Peach's Records and Tapes.
0: Nice. And did you get stuff there? Bluegrass? Good, good bluegrass CDs?
3: Um, yeah, they have some bluegrass CDs and tapes, mostly cassette tapes.
0: Oh, I got there. you. Let me ask you a question. Thanks for the call, JR. I really appreciate it. Here's a question. A, do you own any cassette tapes anymore? And B, when was the last time you listened to a cassette tape? A, do you own cassette tapes? And B, when was the last time you listened to a cassette tape?
1: The last time I listened to a cassette tape, I had to get something off of it from when I was a kid. I was doing a radio project, mm-hmm. but that was, oh my God, that would have been a senior. So that was 2008, so that would have been about eight years ago.
0: The only cassettes I Seven own right now ago. are old Air checks.
1: Yeah, I don't remember what it was from I like the had,
0: late '90s. Yeah, and early I've got 2000s. all that. Luckily,
1: I have all that stuff on CD. I was able to burn it all to CDs. I need.
0: Yeah, I need Buford. I think Buford was supposed to do that for me, but I don't think he did. Yeah, I've got all these cassettes, like me doing the Braves pregame show. I
1: thought he did have. I thought you gave that all to him, and he was going yeah, to do it.
0: Maybe he did. I can't remember. Oh, uh, if he but did. But yeah, that's I, the
1: last time it was like. Eight, and before that, pff, I don't know. I was in high school, maybe. Yeah,
0: I don't. I don't know? think I own a regular like. There's no, I don't have a music cassette anymore. No. I don't even remember getting, throwing them away or anything. I just think they, they're biodegradable or something. They just, <laughs> just like, disintegrate yeah, blow away in the dust. nothing. Uh, Quentin's in Jefferson. Quentin, you're on the Mark Aram Show.
3: Hey, how's it going? What up, buddy? I fell for the Columbia House Records CD thing a long time ago.
0: We all did, my friend. We all did. And, uh,
3: and as far as cassettes go, I never, I used to have some of that's been like 20 years ago.
0: What's, so what was the last time you listened to a cassette was 20 uh, years ago? It would
2: have been like 99 or
1: 2000, I think.
0: Really? Now, I remember that was an awkward transition, period, when we as a society transferred from cassettes to CDs. Do you remember that transition? Oh, yeah. So it was like... There was a time where it was like CDs were ex- more expensive, but obviously that was the way it was going. But you still were buying cassettes. You were, you know, at least I was hemming and hawing, like, all right, do I make the conversion? Am I going to have to buy all this stuff over again that i have having cassettes onto CDs? And I remember in my old car, it had a cassette player. And then DVD, uh, then CD started becoming popular. You remember that? Like there was like a four year period. It was like
1: I remember. Do you remember having to get the the, the car the adapter, adapter. The, the, the 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 tape with the wire coming out of it, and then you have to figure out a <laughs> oh, yep. yeah, to put your portable that. CD player remember, in your car. I remember rocking that for a my long time. My buddy
0: Scratchy got one. Scratchy in his Ford Probe, and it was like we were like, it was the most amazing thing ever.
1: Oh, it was awesome.
0: He's like, you'd put this fake tape into the tape deck with a cord on it that hooked up to your CD player and you could play CDs while you're driving but if you hit a bump the CD would skip <laughs> it would skip yeah. or if you
1: put it on the dash you took a turn it would go flying into the other side of the car
0: that was a weird time super weird to cuz you were, we were in between we're yep. you know everyone had all their music on cassettes but CDs were Staring. new and hip and yeah. but you were like caught in the middle like all right do I buy this new, this new music on cassette or CD and it's yeah the, the adapter, though, for the car made it an easier transition. God, I remember those. Peggy's in Decatur. Peggy, you're on the Mark Aram Show.
4: Hey, hey not Peg. only do I still have some cassettes, I listened to one about six months ago. What is it? Well, I have to confess, I was in a room full of small children, and it was a kid's one.
0: Oh, that's all right. There's... But
4: I also have some eight-track tapes and an eight-track tape player, but I can't play them because it eats them.
0: Oh, no kidding. I never I'm not old enough to ever have had 8 tracks. I never well, I'm
4: not old enough either, but you
0: know, I have them. I have them. All right. Well, I mean they're they they make they're cool little things to have. Right an 8 track like a paperweight or something. Yeah. I don't know. You could use them yeah, for the something. Yeah, the problem with an I like 8 track an old you can't machine. do
1: it. A track players. I yeah, mean, you can done. still find a cassette player somewhere. But I just think
0: the yeah, exactly. But the, but eight, the track 8 track itself, it's just like a cool little Oh yeah. collector's item. Like I don't know what you do with it, Kenny Loggins on an eight track. Surprised the you ever bought any.
1: <laughs> I just remember our our old Blazer had an eight track player, so yeah. I used to grab some of my parents when I was first learning to drive. But the frustrating thing about the eight track was there was no rewind forward button. Like you listened no to kidding? the one good song on it, and then you just had to cruise till it came back around on the loop. I, I couldn't, didn't know that. I couldn't. At least the one that I had that was in the Blazer, and it was a seventy two. The one that was in there. Yeah, you'd rock out and you'd be like, oh, this song's awesome. And it's from whatever one of the Creedence songs or whatever their A-track yeah. was. And then it would get to these songs. You couldn't fast forward. You just had to suffer through it and then wait until the song you really wanted to listen to looped back around. I,
0: the, I never owned A-track. an A-track or operated one. So I'll yeah, take it your the only word time, on that. I
1: only had it for a couple years and then dad finally ripped it out and put a real radio in.
0: Did you ever have an A-track on No, I did not. Goria. No. I started off with tapes. How long is the, uh, the Big Lebowski thing? Uh, about a minute and a half. All right, let's hear This is uh, Big Lebowski getting interviewed by the police after his car was stolen.
3: Uh, yeah. Uh, green, some uh, brown uh, rust coloration. And was there anything of value in the car? Oh, uh, yeah. A uh, uh, tape deck, some Creedence tapes, and there was a... Uh, uh my briefcase in the briefcase uh, uh papers um, just papers you uh, know uh, my papers business papers and what do you do sir I'm unemployed
4: <laughs> my rug was also stolen
3: your rug was in the car. <laughs> No, here. Separate incidents. The dude is not in. Do you Please find in the much, these stolen cars? It takes a minute. Sometimes. Wouldn't hold out much hope for the tape deck, though. Or the credence. <laughs> well, what about uh, <laughs> the briefcase?
2: Mr. Lebowski, I'd like to see you. Call when you get home and I'll send a car for you. My name is Maude Lebowski. I'm the one who took your rug.
0: Well, guess we can close the file on that one. That's <laughs> so funny. Oh, all right, I definitely I gotta find out if there's a DVD with the uh, director's commentary on that. I need to watch that right now. All right, Kenneth and uh, Melanie from uh, my cake buddy. You'll be next. Craig Robinson at 1136. We got a lot of fun stuff to get to. Stick around 404 872 750 on Twitter at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. 1125, 77 degrees on Peachtree Street. Craig Robinson. In 10 minutes, joins us on the program. Melanie, for It's Goodness Cakes, joins us on the program. How are you, buddy?
4: I am fabulous. How are you, Mark?
0: Excellent. What's going on?
4: So, like you, I also have a box of AirCheck tapes. I was actually listening to them about two weeks ago when I was cleaning out the basement. Nice. Uh, Yeah, but I also have a Jerry Clower 8-track. I've got... 78 I've got 45 33s, and get this, real to real tapes, too.
0: I remember uh, 30, uh, what were the little records? The 45. 45s. I remember yeah. those. I remember, I never once, I don't even think I've ever seen what an 8-track player looks like. I couldn't even pick one out of a lineup.
4: And Get this, my first cassette was Menudo, don't laugh. Second was Run DMC, and third was Quiet Riot, and I've just been heavy metal since then.
0: So. Did you know Longoria's uncle was in Menudo?
4: No. uh Yeah?
0: Yeah. What one was his the, name? One of the umpteen Jorge's. Uh, yeah. Because they, they used Portes to turn and maneuver. burn those kids. Once they were s- over 16, oh, yeah. Right? They, they were out. Yeah. They were out. Yeah. I had a
4: hunch for those guys. Yeah.
0: Well, that's why you All have an 15, affinity for Longoria. <laughs> there you
4: go. Longoria. Longoria.
0: Longoria. All right, Mel. Talk to you later, buddy. Take it easy. See ya. Uh, Bill's in May Reddit. Bill, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Oh,
4: well, hey, Mark. Uh, first time caller, long time listener. Enjoy well, the show.
0: Welcome aboard, my friend.
4: Well, thank you. Thank you. I just want to comment real quick on the Columbia House thing. Uh, Back in the day, say 1989 to probably about 1992, I had six different accounts with Columbia House, uh, three different addresses, uh, two different people at each address, and I kept really detailed records. I, I got down to $3.40 per CD, so I was like rocking, because CDs cost about $17 each back then.
0: And now, what was the I, deal, though? Once you, once you got the nine for a penny or whatever, weren't you uh, automatically enrolled in, and to subscribe to the monthly CD?
4: Yeah, you got the monthly thing. What you had to do is the first four months, they'd send you that little thing, right? You got to reply back and send the little thing back yeah. and say, no, I don't want it. But on the fifth month, they said, okay, you buy one, you get two free. So I would always buy in the fifth month, That's and I get right. buy one, get two free. I forgot that about that. TV down, and uh, then after that, i cancel. i
0: cancel in the sixth month. Good job, Bill. We got to run. Uh, Craig Robinson coming up after News, Weather, and Traffic. This is The Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Mark Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic riddle whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. The Mark Aram Show melts in your mouth, not in your hands. All right, ladies, time to take your panties off. We've got a surprise guest. He is my man. Uh, He is world famous now, but I first saw him back uh, years ago at the Punchline doing stand-up. He is Craig Robinson from The Office, from uh, Hot Tub Time Machine, and now Mr. Robinson, Wednesdays, 9 p.m. on NBC. Craig, thanks for joining us.
2: Mark, thank you for having me. I love that you saw me at the Punchline and probably was like, who is this (laughs) with the keyboard many, many moons ago. I have such such a love connection with the Punchline and Atlanta. Would you know? Would you believe that you know the Punchline closed down mm-hmm. this year? D- correct. Do you know? Do you know who was the final show of the legendary Punchline? Well, the, the closing act of the Punchline.
0: I w- part of me wants to say George Wallace, but part of me says that's not right.
2: That's actually good money, saying George Wallace, but. It's not great money because <laughs> you would be wrong, and it is I, Greg Robertson, who closed it down.
0: Did you? I, I'm so mad that I missed that because uh, Jamie invited me to that, that final the final weekend, actually, but I had to go out of town with the wife. and um, so. Okay, right, but George was there, right? George Wallace was there that final weekend.
2: Yeah. That's it. I mean, I, I came in that Sunday. So, you know, yes, George, Short, I'm sorry. George, yes, so many people came through D.C. Kirk. Cur- um, um, Rob White, it, it was, yeah,
0: it was crazy. So that's and a little also, historical footnote that you closed down the punchline in Atlanta. That's pretty cool.
2: Yes, and, uh, I think it's a great trivia question, you know, <laughs> in a couple of years.
0: So. <laughs> It'll be Final Jeopardy soon with Alex Trebek. <laughs> All right, so obviously you've had an amazing stand-up career, and that's where I first came uh, to know you, and then the amazing run on The Office and the movies, and now... Uh, a different kind of TV show on NBC. Uh, Mr. Robinson, tell us about that.
2: Mr. Robinson is a uh, it's, uh, it's, it's semi autobiographical. How do you say it? Biographical.
0: <laughs> Biographical, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can help me out, thank you. Um, so, uh, okay, so I was
2: a, a school teacher in Chicago. Okay, so it's, it's kind of based on that part of my life. Um, I actually taught K 8 music, but in this show, I'm a substitute teacher, just, you know, making ends meet teaching till i you know while my band gets off the ground which they stay on a lot Mm -hmm. so but i do have a real band in real life so there's some more real biography stuff and then in the show my band is called the nasty delicious and in real life my band is called the nasty delicious okay so there's that chicago teacher real band The Nasty delicious and then my my love interest on the show is making good and in real life, I got a crush on making good. So you know, you got all these things coming together to make it what it is. Interesting. And then when the, sto- the stories come in, uh, a lot of people ask "Are you in the writers' room?" And no, I'm not. The um, they've created this world, but uh, the, I think that's a lot in common to start with.
0: So you were actually a real life school teacher. Correct. That's how did how did yeah. you get into that? And and when did you decide? All right, this isn't for me.
2: I think I decided. Before I graduated college, that it wasn't for me to teach, but it was. Uh, I, I went and met, you know, because I needed a job after college, and I was I was in the uh, music program and you know a teaching program. I mean, I was pursuing it, but it, you know, I didn't I didn't know. Like I, I got bit with the comedy bug. Um, um, my last like year and a half of college, mm-hmm. where I knew that's where I wanted to be. So I was, you know, I was heading towards the road of graduating and and, and doing something, you know, becoming a teacher, and then it just, like,
0: comedy took over. Like, this is what you're doing, home. So get ready. (laughs) But but obviously in the comedy, I mean, I've seen you on stage so many times, you combine the music and the comedy for an unbeatable show. I mean, it's just fantastic what you do. Wow,
2: thank you very much. On stage. Uh, And yet it it came about so naturally uh, to do it like that, because, you know, I, I went up a few times without the keyboard, starting out and um you know it's it's crazy now to think about it because i I always say the, the story like i just walked in and there was a keyboard but i actually you know packed my keyboard and went to this you know open mic and uh and it was like all my problems had had ceased about being you know about, like, like how to figure out the Good. comedy thing. It was, it was like, That's tall,
0: it. Let's, let's make it happen. We're talking to Craig Robinson. He is starring in Mr. Robinson, Wednesday night, NBC, 9 p.m. Um, so you, you're going from a hit show like The Office with a great ensemble cast to now your own show. What kind of pressure is that for you?
2: Thankfully, I have such uh, um, a great uh, family around me on the set, a uh, great rapport. Like, like I said, my band is actually on the set fans the horn players. So I have my band there and my brother's in my band, my real life brother. Um Brandon T. Jackson plays my brother, but my brother's name is Chris Robin. he's back there on the bass. Uh he auditioned to be my brother on the show but he just wasn't believable as my brother.
0: <laughs> like Kramer auditioning uh, <laughs> to be Kramer? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yes.
2: And and then, um and then the guys who who wrote the show, the Cullen brothers, um they put me on my first show called Lucky as a as a regular uh, in in two thousand one on uh and it was on FX. So you know I got the, these guys over here I trust. I got my, my band and my brother. Uh, I know like Brandon from Comedy Scene. I know Megan. I know and then we got rod from Frasier and uh and, uh uh playing the principal and and then we got a uh, Spencer Grammer who actually was. Who actually is Kelsey Grandma's daughter? Oh wow! So they have you know the report. So it's all these uh, little connections on the show that like, like it was an instant bond. So everybody's there, you know, lifting each other up. So when you talk about pressure, it's um, I think the most pressure I felt was like, man, I uh, you know, I hope people receive this because this is you know, this is me. Sure. like Because kind of, if you rejecting this, you kind of saying, yeah, Craig, yeah, go. I gonna say, sit on it like like Happy Days go sit on it but uh, but it's kind of like that so uh, it's cool that people are receiving it and you know I got uh, uh, people you know give me a lot of love so I'm hoping they love it and even if you don't love it DVR it anyway just DVR absolutely. On it absolutely anyway. <laughs> you don't have to watch it just you know
0: we're talking to Craig oh, Robinson, uh, Mr. Robinson. Wednesdays, 9 p.m. NBC for this role. Did you did you like uh, watch Lean on Me? Or I mean, how did you prep for this role?
2: <laughs> um, you know, it is seeing that it's my namesake. It's uh, I, I have this secret in my brain that I can't do any wrong, so I just gotta <laughs> go with what, what have you. Uh, and then it, it, it's it's always fun. One the words that they, that somebody prepared for you. Uh, in this game, this, this acting game, is mm-hmm. when you really get to you know go and beat somebody else. So it's a heightened version of myself, and um... I, I just go in and we just have fun. It's re- it was a lot of fun playing with the live audience. I started off, you know, when I was fantasizing early on, like as a kid, about being on a sitcom. Mm-hmm. It was like it, it was yeah, it, absolutely a live audience. And then once I did nine years of the office. I was like, oh man, I want you know a single camera show like that, you know, no audience, what have you. And then once they switched it to that, I was like, oh man. It was, yeah. Once I got a taste of it, it
0: was like, yeah, this is this that's, is that's a good for point. me. What was I thinking? Like growing up, it was like all in the family, taped before a live studio audience, and, and you know we've kind of gotten away from that in recent years. I didn't even realize that.
2: Absolutely, and you know the people come in and they just have, they, we have a great time. It's a great, like, especially when you like mess up or something or or mm-hmm. you got to change a joke. Like three or four times, it's just the last, the last gets bigger. So it's it's a incredible energy, and you know I hope that translates home.
0: Excellent. All right, wrapping up with uh, Craig Robinson. Gun to your head, Craig, and uh, you can only do one thing the rest of your life: stand up or act. Which do you choose? Stand up. That's that's a solid answer. That's a solid answer. I like hearing that, and that's from your fan. Yeah, that's from uh, a fan was, of was... both stand up and your acting. I like that.
2: Oh, thank you very much yeah stand up is um it's you know that an immediate gratification is um and it's you you're you're everything you're the producer director writer uh a performer you know you it's it's so much risk and so much reward and uh and plus you you know many times can get laid after the show so it's uh it's it's all of that Actually, you're supposed to laugh and eat but <laughs> <laughs> I
0: appreciate the question. No problem. All right, so Wednesdays.
2: appreciate the interview.
0: Take your panties off. Um, Wednesdays, 9 (laughs) 9 p.m. on NBC. Awesome, Craig. Thank you so much.
2: Mark, thank you,
0: man. Craig Robinson there earlier this morning. I'm conducting that interview in the newsroom next to Marcy Williams, Judd Hickenbotham, Amanda Moyer, Bill (laughs) (laughs) Cayetio. Nice. That's where uh, you had to do it? Yeah, because uh, Dr. Joe Esposito was uh, jerking around in net two or net one. No, nah, I mean doing a show. He should, doing his show, right? say he should uh, be
1: doing a show, yeah. not, not that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. So I had to do it in there, but uh, it was it was it was funny. He's hilarious, absolutely hilarious. Uh, all right, your thoughts on uh, Craig Robinson four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk Gators in Milton. Gator, thanks for hanging through the interview. Welcome to the program, buddy.
4: No problem. I actually liked that interview. Thank you. That was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> so um for the cassettes. My yes. grandpa used to have a cassette player in his truck. Okay. And I always wished I had a cassette so I could play it in his truck. And then I'm um, just about to get enough m- on Amazon. To actually, get one. He sold his truck.
0: Oh no! So how <laughs> old are you, <laughs> like, Gator? Twelve. So you, have you've never heard a cassette, or you just heard it in nope. your grandpa's? Uh... Never, never. Wow. I, I wish how I had. Older ca- we. Yeah, I know. Well, I uh, well. You know, it made me feel really old when he said my grandpa had yeah. it. I know, right? <laughs> I, you know, I, was like, uh, I was like, oh, it's it's I, I w- I'm bump, trying to bump, think burr. if I have a cassette player somewhere at home, I could give you Gator, but I don't even think I do anymore. I don't. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a miracle if you still
4: had it.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. So what, you've, you've not, I mean, 12 years old, you do not even listen to CDs, right? I mean, you're a total MP3 guy. Yeah. iPad. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Can you help me out? Yeah. All right, Uh, your generation. I need your help. So I have an iPhone, okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I downloaded all this music on my iPhone that I bought. Yeah. And I go to play it the other day, and now it says all the music's now in the cloud and not on my Mm -hmm. phone, and i got to download it back to my phone. Do you know why that happened?
4: I have no idea. It happens to me, too. I just re-download it.
0: So I have to go download all this stuff again?
4: Yeah, it doesn't even take that long, as long as you just go through each album and click... um download all and then it will download
0: that whole album i love i love that i've got you on the phone right now i'm putting you to work all right so i've got an album called the tribe called quest midnight marauders yeah so i hit the cloud with the arrow pointed down yep and then um how long do you think this will take
4: it depends on how many songs are in it it's um
1: for
0: me normally
4: do it it on a Wi- I think it seconds. goes quicker
0: yeah yeah, yeah and Wi-Fi depends too. I'm on Wi-Fi right now I just I don't understand that though because I tried to play some music this weekend and it was like you have to download it all again I'm like what the yeah,
4: heck it's it happens to me all the time that's ridiculous I don't know what it is
0: wow it is going quick it's already downloaded three of the songs
4: <laughs> I mean it also depends on the Wi-Fi strength like at my house yeah I get it I get an app in 3 seconds. later, It's already downloaded I'm like,
0: that's crazy. Your folks okay. have good Wi-Fi.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, listen, why don't you ask your folks for a Christmas that you want a cassette player?
4: <laughs> you know, it'd be surprising if they still actually have one intact these days.
0: I think you could get them on eBay. Yeah, you can probably but, find but
4: one. You probably could get them on Amazon or eBay. Yeah,
0: there you go. I honestly if yeah, I had I one, Gator, I would I would give it to you, but I don't even think I have one anymore. <laughs> yeah, don't promise this kid something that you're not going to come to. <laughs> no, it. and I'm, I'm going to get he's angry for the call, us, call <laughs> six
1: months later. Tell he's going to call us when he's 22
0: to... and be like, hey, <laughs> hey you <laughs> promised me a tape <laughs> deck, Mark, here, I'm 40. I'll be like,
4: I never got my cassette player.
0: Yeah. Look at that, Gator. It's The whole album just downloaded. You are the man. I, I hate to be a spoiler, but you've just won star of the show, my friend. That's fantastic. Awesome. All right, why are you up at 12 years old? It's almost midnight. What are you doing? Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> awesome.
4: Can't sleep.
0: All right, Gator. Well, thanks for calling in, man. Check back again soon.
4: Oh, yeah, I will. Thank All you. right,
0: there you go. That's awesome. That kid just hooked me up. Uh, Dave's up next to the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Dave. Hey, Mark. Hey, uh, Dave.
1: I could be Gator's grandpa. I just played <laughs> my cassette today.
0: What did you play?
1: Well, uh, I was on the treadmill doing two miles and uh, at, at the gym. And a couple weeks ago, I was uh, rummaging around in a cupboard, cupboard and I found my Walkman.
0: A Walkman?
1: So I've wow. got about 200 uh, cassettes.
0: What were you listening to?
1: Noel well, stuff you'd never heard of.
0: Come on. Both
1: Dorsey Boys, uh, Les Brown, Lionel Hampton, some Marty Shaw, some Benny Goodman. It's all on oh. tape. And I looked at the tape when I got through and I said, well, I copied it from a guy in 1998. And uh, <laughs> I've got a lot of CDs and a lot of. Uh, of uh, cassettes and
3: a lot of uh, vinyls.
0: (laughs) Excellent. Yeah, I I don't have any of that anymore. I might have a couple of records left. I don't have any cassettes except air checks from from the late 90s for me, but that's it. A Walkman, remember those? A freaking Walkman. I had the knockoff Walkman, the cheap... Awful Walkman. That's in. what Gator needs a walk with. Yeah, with the, in, fo- oh, yeah. With, the f- with the foam like little cheap heads. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was awful. Alright, we got one segment to go. Uh whoever's on line three and more will be up next. 404-872-0750 outside Atlanta one 800 WSB Talk on Twitter at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 955 and AM 750 WSB. Back to the phones. Uh, Kenneth's in Morrow. Kenneth, how you doing, brother? Hey, man. See, I didn't even say Morrow this time. I'm actually in Kennesaw, man. Oh, <laughs> that's but all right. I was in Morrow. For, you know, the name whatever. didn't pop up on the screen. Sorry, brother. Uh, I I got no problem. Anyway, no, I still probably own, I guess, 3,000 cassette tapes. What? Yeah, they're in the Dungeon of Doom, so I don't uh, know. You don't see them, them on I a day-to-day basis. There. But I still have my dual cassette players, you know. There's got to be oh, a way to, to recycle them into something useful. Uh, like, didn't yeah, uh, in uh, Castaway, didn't Tom Hanks or... make videotapes? Didn't he use that as, like, rope? Yeah. Well, I mean, how else would you make a mixtape for a girl if you didn't have a dual cassette player? Yeah, I was awful. at. No, I would do them off the radio. I was awful at mixtapes. Well, that, well, that's the other thing. We, we were able to record from the radio. Yeah, exactly. Try doing that you know you can't record the mark aram show now unfortunately well actually yeah you can but you know <laughs> <laughs> all right kenneth i gotta run buddy uh time for the mark aram show star of the day
4: and
3: now are you guys ready for the mark aram star of the show it
0: was gonna be me for getting uh, craig robinson on the show but uh i'm giving it to 12 year old gator okay good because
1: i already wrote it down yeah I it. <laughs> for yeah.
0: teaching me how to uh get my music back on my iphone benefit of having 12 year old listeners thank you gator arts and swanee art you got about 15 seconds my friend
3: hey what's going on mark love your show hey listen uh, i just got done with a gig and was listening to you uh i would love to send gator a tape player i've got a bunch of i've even got the uh underwater version of the walkman uh I'd, wow I'd, send it to
0: him all right hang on the line art we're going to get brother. some info from you. Low T Chuck's going to get an email that I will do nothing with. <laughs> <Yeah>. But if <laughs> Sorry, Art, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> Come on, just just email it to me. Gator, if you're still listening, call back tomorrow and There's we'll put weird you, about this. We'll put you <laughs> 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 yeah. No, I feel like I'm a. We'll ha- here's an the deal. Accessory to a crime. We'll have Art send it to us. <laughs> okay. yeah. And then we'll, we'll give it to it Gated. To yeah, yeah. Right. Good, good uh, <laughs> stranger danger radar there, Chuck. All right. On Twitter at Mark Aram. Facebook Mark Aram WSV. Instagram Mark Aram. Go to sleep, little baby. Go to
1: sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram show stay at the All Sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's magnificent mile.